going. I'm excited to be back for part two. Yes, part two of Selena. So if you didn't listen to part one um, and you're not sure who Selena is, for all you youngins out there, you might want to go back and listen to that before you listen to this one. Yeah, it definitely gives a, a background on who Selena was and everything that she did to, to get to where she was before she died. And she was nothing less than inspiring. Yeah, 100%. Um, so, what up, Dax Shepard? Hey, Dax. And what else? Oh, so today was probably a pretty good day for me. I got off work. And I was actually home by 4.30. Nice. Yes. And my husband was made dinner, making dinner when I came home. My daughter was doing dishes. So I was like. You're like, hell yeah. What? <laughs> I was like, I'm going to take me a hot shower. Like, okay. <laughs> like, Honestly. I'm going to just relax. Bask in it all. I did. Um, but I want to say my husband, he did a good job with dinner. It was so good. He made um, homemade bruschetta. Yes. And then he also made a homemade pesto with, what are they, like little French breads? Yeah, little, little? Fr- yeah, French bread, I would call it. And then he put a pesto on it with tomato, little pieces of chicken, yes. melted mozzarella cheese. Oh, it was... It was amazing. And I'm making, really just so everyone knows, I'm making the, the Italian, Italian... fingers. The Italian... <laughs> So we're giving him a shout out in his praises, which we told him in person because my husband loves me in many ways. Listening to my podcast is not one. <laughs> That's okay. I feel like most people's husbands probably don't listen to their podcast if they have one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hmm. But it may- makes up for it with the dinner. <laughs> I bet you Kristen Bell listens to Dax's. I don't know. Do you think she does? I probably. She seems like a supportive wife. Yeah. She but does. then she's the wife. Would Dax listen to, to Kristen's all? I don't know. Probably. Cause he she seems... has one with Monica. So I wonder yeah. if she listens to it. I haven't heard it come up, though, lately. Maybe they moved off of Dax's. I'd have to look it up. Oh, if they got Separate. their own, yeah. yeah. It might have. Maybe they just advertised for a little bit on his and then... Right, moved it over. Yeah. So, um, we are drinking... Um, we're continuing on with the Cupcake Moscato. Yes. Um, it's we're recording this the same night, so we figured you know let's finish the finish the bottle off strong. So um, yeah, same one, classic one, favorite one. Recommend it. We usually have a stock of it, so it's uh, yeah, not hard to find. <laughs> exactly. So today we are going to dive into Yolanda Salvador. I hope I'm saying it right. I don't have. The Spanish twing <laughs> that it sounds like. So bear with me, please. Like, Same, and I can't even help you out. <laughs> so Yolanda Salvador came from a close-knit family. Yolanda was the youngest of eight children. She was born to Frank and Juanita Salvador in San Antonio, Texas. She was born on September 19, 1960 in San Antonio. Now, I'm not going to do the whole dig up her past and her family because, well, I really didn't want to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I didn't want to give her that much spotlight. Mm-mm. And also, is she a murderer? Yes. Is she an interesting serial killer worth digging up? No. But I felt like some stuff is a little important to tell. So 
I kept it to the important stuff. Yeah. So anyway, moving on. Um, she's 5'2", and she was working at St. Luke's Lutheran Hospital in Austin, Texas as a nurse. That's when she met Selena. Now, however, Yolanda did get let go from her first hospital with accusations of fraud of $9,000. However, I'm not exactly 100% sure how it all ended, but I know Yolanda stopped working there. Um, she also uh, began working after she graduated from a medical center hospital in March of 1990. She received her license as a registered nurse from Texas Board of Nurse Examiners and earned $60,000 a year. Now, she had to work part-time after adopting three children, one of them being her, her niece. Yolanda's employer's Dr. Fragino Gomez. He was a dermatologist. He's the one that sued her for the 9200 claiming that she stole from him starting in 1983. The lawsuit was eventually settled out of court. Well, there you go. That's, yeah. Um, so within two months, Yolanda was back in court again when a Texas guaranteed student loan corporation obtained a Travis County court judgment in Austin against her for failing to repay her student loans of seven grand. Now, at the time... She had switched jobs and is working as a nurse at St. Luke's. So I'm not sure if she ever went back to pay her loans. I'm going to assume so because they didn't revoke her degree. Right. So she had to work something out. Yeah, she probably had something set up. That's interesting. I didn't know that she had adopted three of her siblings' children, um, which is kind of crazy. And she was working part-time. So, not that it excuses stealing at all, but it kind of makes more sense why she was doing the stealing and not paying. If you're making sixty grand a year, yeah, that's true, especially back then. And she was making sixty grand a year part time, or and that was, or was that when she was full time? Um. So it just said that she had just sixty grand a year. Yeah. So oh, she had to work part time. Yeah. So part time after adopting. Oh yeah. So never kids. mind. Forget that. I'm not sticking up for her. Not that I was sticking up for her, but like. And I gotta wonder too. I don't know anything about the adoption system. I really don't. Mm -hmm. But I'm wondering if you get some kind of grant or some kind of help for doing that. I, don't I feel know. like you do. I, I know when you foster children, you definitely do. But that's why a lot of not great people get into fostering kids because they just do it for the money but um i would assume so with adoption yeah i'm not sure how that works but right. either way 60 grand a year i feel like yeah okay. especially back then like yeah she would have been covered so salvador was originally a fan of country music um she was convinced to go to see selena um by her friends and even though like she in the beginning she didn't even like selena like she just she was didn't like her because she dominated the Pagino music, um, or you know brought off all the brought home all the awards, which I feel like is not really a reason to not like her. To me, she was yeah. probably really good. Yeah, why would that be a reason to dislike her? Um, but after attending one of Selena's concerts with her niece, she noticed that there was no merchandise, not a single shirt, CD, poster, nothing. 
So she began repeatedly calling Santa's father about starting a fan club in San Antonio. She called 13 times before Abram eventually gave in to Yolanda's requests. Red flag number one. She's uh, already calling them a ton, like already obsessed. Which I'm kind of surprised he didn't just be like, hey, she gave me an idea and run with it on his own. Yeah. And then he took over everything else. I know, know, especially with, yeah, exactly with how controlling he was for him to just like let her, this random lady take the reins. Weird. By, yeah. By 1993, the fan club had reached 1,500 members. In less than four years, it eventually grew to over 5,000 fans becoming one of the biggest fan clubs in the San Antonio area. Eight months later, Santa signed Salvador as her registered agent in San Antonio, Texas, um, which I believe that means that she was going to run her fan club, but she also wanted to help her with the boutiques. I think she wanted her to manage this business aspect of Selena. She was starting to open the stores, and so she was going to give... Yolanda a little bit more responsibility than just concert t-shirts. Which is kind of interesting and weird to me because it just always always but like ever since I like heard about this story it was just weird to me like because Yolanda was a nurse she had no business background and like she did run a fan club but like it's just weird that she gave her so much responsibility in the business aspect of her boutiques like yeah i think it did take like it sounds quick but i think it took like like it says like months it's eight months later so i'm assuming she was running the t-shirt and concert stuff for almost a year yeah so they grew kind of a relationship in that much Mm -hmm. time or a little time um but yeah it's still kind of like right you barely i mean you haven't even known her a year yet right Selena seemed like she was a very trusting person. Like, oh, she yeah. was just a good person. Um, so, Yolanda ended up moving to Corpus Christi to be closer to Selena. But, unfortunately, in December of 94, the boutiques began to suffer. Um, the numbers for the staff, the stores, everything was decreasing. Um, according to staff members, Yolanda often dismissed employees that she disliked. Um, employees at the store regularly complained about Yolanda's behavior directly to Selena, but she dismissed the claims, believing Yolanda would not negatively impose erratic decisions on Selena's fashion ventures. Um, her dad would claim that he did not like her from the beginning, always had his doubts, just always thought she was sketchy. Um, her other family says differently. Now, Suzette even used her as the maid of honor in her wedding. So they were like tight. They 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 were very close. Except for Abraham, he did not like. Her. Right, which is you know on brand for him. <laughs> so other employees of Selena, they did, however, claim that she would be strict. She was cold with them. She would act differently around Selena. They also claimed she was possessive of her, jealous. If anyone took too much time away from her and you know Selena, the two of them being together, Yolanda would even tend to have issues. She even had issues with Abraham's brother, Selena's uncle, when he came. Um, and you even mentioned it in last week's episode that, you know, as soon as Selena left, she was like, oh, I miss her. Yeah, it's super weird, like, how just obsessed with spending time with Selena was. Yeah, and I feel like you'll hear a lot of people, like, she was, it was weird. 
Um, according to Abraham, the staff waiter turned their attention to him and began, in, began informing him about Yolanda's behavior. Abraham took the claim seriously. He told Selena to be careful and said that Yolanda might not be a good influence. Selena still dismissed the idea, and her father's worries became um, as often distrusted people as he distrusted people in the past. So I think Selena looked at it as like, my dad doesn't like anybody. He, all, you know, he looked at the experience, you know, with Chris. He hated Chris in the beginning, and then he loved him. And, you know, so I think he, she was just kind of like, oh, it's just, it's yeah. just dad. Yeah, like, brushing off his, uh, his protection. Um, by January of 1995, Selena's fashion designer, Martin Gomez, um, her cousin, Deborah Ramirez, and clients had all expressed their concerns over Yolanda's behavior and the management skills. During an interview with Yolanda in 95, reporters from the Dallas Morning News said that her devotion to Selena bordered obsession. I did read in an article um, that Gomez had said that in Deborah that they um, created some fashion for Selena that she put together and they kind of left it and they had to go to a business meeting out of town and then when they came back it looked like Yolanda had just kind of like destroyed it like almost like sabotaged it on purpose like probably trying to get rid of them. Yeah. Mm, to again get closer to Selena. She wanted more of Selena. Yeah. yeah. So weird. Yeah. Um, according to Abraham in January of ninety five, he began receiving phone calls from fans who said that their membership that they paid for, um, they were not getting the merchandise that they were promised. Um, they had not received anything and they'd been sending money in. So this concerned him, obviously, and he began the investigation. Abraham discovered that Yolanda had embezzled more than $30,000 via forged checks, both the fan club and boutique. After finding this out, Abraham held a meeting with Selena and Suzette on the night of March 9th at Q Productions to confront Yolanda. Abraham presented Yolanda with the inconsistencies about the disappearance of the funds. He told her that if she did not provide the evidence that disproved um, his accusations, she would involve the local police. Abraham banned Yolanda from having any contact with Selena. However, Selena did not want to dissolve her friendship. She thought Yolanda was the essential to the success of her clothing line in Mexico. Selena also wanted to keep her close because she had bank records, statements, financial records, necessary for her tax preparation yeah i feel like selena probably was at this time still weary of like the accusations because she was close with yolanda but also like she had so much information she probably knew she didn't want to piss this lady off and she probably was thinking like you know i trusted her so much she didn't want to be wrong mm -hmm. you don't want your dad to be right for sure exactly and you you're gonna lose someone if they were that close if selena felt that really was one of her best friends like right it's hard to comprehend like i may lose my friend over this like you just she probably just didn't want it to be true yeah yeah exactly for like, so many reasons. like you said she just seemed like such a trusting person that it probably just was like she was probably just denying it in her head at the time 
Three weeks later, on March 31st of 1995, Selena agreed to meet Yolanda in the Corpus Christi Basin Motel, room 158, to get the financial records that Yolanda refused to turn over. Now, Yolanda delayed handing over the records, claiming that she was raped in Mexico instead. Selena took her to the hospital, but the doctors found no evidence that Yolanda was raped. Now, it has been said that Selena had her doubts about what happened, but she did stick by her side through it. She took her to the hospital. She sat with her. She made sure she was okay. Um, now, in the book, it has was claimed that Abraham was the one that was actually sexually abusing her and that he had actually sexually abused others as well. Now, I'm not saying that it's true. Um, the book did not say that it was true, but they're saying Yolanda was throwing that out mm. as an accusation. Which, I, it's always a tricky situation, like when someone, you know, claims something like that. But it is a little bit suspicious because she did not like Abraham. Abraham was trying to tear her apart from their family and Selena. So, you know, it would make sense for her to make up a lie to, like, go after him, to make him the bad guy to get rid of him. Yeah, and I feel like by her not being able to get the rape test done in the hospital saying, like, we're not really buying that that happened, mm -hmm. that's kind of a flag. And I would think that after all this time, especially now with the Cosby stuff and the um, Spacey stuff and, like, all the different, the Weinsteins, the Epsteins, like, you would think somebody would be like, oh, yeah, well, I got one for you, too, you know? Right, yeah. And there's been, it's been 25 years and nobody said anything exactly. about it. Especially if she was claiming that he did it to other people, too, like someone would stand up and be like, yeah, that's true because it happened to me or whatever. Yeah, and Abraham did um, in one of the interviews, he's like, no. Like, he was very firm, like, that never happened. He's like, look at my beautiful wife. Why would I go after her when I'm married to this beautiful woman? And right. So, there's that. Yeah. Um, Yolanda claims that Selena hid her in many hotels throughout the city I'm not sure why. Um, was it because she didn't want to lose a friend, wanted to find out more truth? Did she believe her? Um, did she not want her dad to know, like, they were still in communications? Um, it was said that Selena was herself growing increasingly tired of her dad's running everything Selena tried to do. School, dating, friends, business. Does this sound familiar to you people? Mm. Heart you, Brittany. Yeah. Hashtag um, free Brittany. Yeah, it sounds like a whole Jamie Spears thing. Yeah. But um, as we go on through the story, I believe you'll hear it. And I believe a lot of the different motels, um, I believe there's an explanation for that. Mm -hmm. um, because she didn't live in Corpus Christi anymore. So when she was here, she had to book a room. Right. So, and she, you know, maybe Selena at the time wasn't 100% up front with her dad that she was meeting with her. Um, but I don't think that she was buying the rape story. I don't think that she was turning on her dad as dark as Yolanda's making it sound. 
Right. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you on that. Now, let me say, um, when journalist Maria Solis Herreras, um, she's the one that wrote the book, Selena's Secrets, which I said it last week and I'll say it again, Liz. I loved it. I think it was great. Um, it was one that I could not wait to finish. I just wanted to keep reading it. Um, so I do recommend you checking it out. It's on Audible. It is on Kindles, Amazon, wherever books are, you should be able to find it. And I believe it had like a high four out of five stars, if not the full five. Like, oh, wow. It had a, lo a lot of people were definitely. Um, the book does tell you about Selena's past and stuff, but a lot of it is back and forth between Selena and interviews with Yolanda and interviews with Abraham. So it's a lot of deets in there that you uh, you didn't see just in the hour and a half movie. Right. <laughs> um, so you did say that Yolanda, you know, stayed at multiple hotels. And um, so Maria did a fact check on it. She called around and they did check out. Yolanda was at all the hotels or motels that she claimed. But I don't think that necessarily 100% means that Selena was hiding her there. It just means, yes, she did stay at those hotels. Right. Yeah, exactly. Because she had to be there. And, like, what was she going to do? Sleep in her car? Like, no. So now her dad claims um, it was because she didn't have a house anymore. And she would call and ask Selena to meet her at the rooms, which we will go over in a little bit. Um, the night before her murder, Chris went with her. Because it was late and he did not want his wife out alone at night. Now, here are some of the theories that were part of the motel part. Okay, so I just want you guys to focus on the keyword theories. Because mm -hmm. I'm not pointing fingers at anybody. I'm just telling you what I found. <laughs> These are all allegations. Yes. So Yolanda claimed that she was raped by Abraham. And that's why she brought the gun. Um, now, it did say at one point Abraham did threaten Yolanda with a gun. Um, I don't know if it was in parts of trying to fire her, let her go, whatever. Um, which Dr. Martinez, we'll get into him too. He did back up that story. Um, and then they, they did say that, you know, Abraham did threaten Yolanda at one point to tell her to stay away from his daughter. And that Selena went to the hotel to beg Yolanda not to turn her dad into the police. Mm. So that was a kind of, they say it was one of her visits there. Um, I think Selena was just trying to make peace between the two. Like, it's hard enough that I can't have you two in the same room, but, you know, I'm going back and forth. Yeah, just trying to, like, smooth it over. To... But by you turning my dad in is going to make matters worse. Yeah, like... exactly. Um, then there was Selena is having an affair with her dad's friend, Dr. Ricardo Martinez. Um, now, Dr. Martinez was quite a few years older than Selena. Um, if you Google pictures of them to each other, it looked like she'd be standing next to her dad. Um, and again, it was her dad's friend. Now, after an interview with Abraham, um, at first he said, like, absolutely not. You know, he's a friend of mine. But then... They interviewed him again later, and then he only used the word acquaintance. So he kind of dropped it down a notch. Oh. So I don't know. That's kind of interesting. Like It is, but I don't know why. Like, right, yeah. Again, these are just theories, and 
a lot of this is some of the stuff that Yolanda said, so take it with a grain of salt. Definitely, yeah. Um, so it was said that um, he was in talks with Selena about getting her liposuction, which I want to be clear with you, she never did get it done. Um, but, which I don't know why, because she always looked thin. Yeah, she, so, I, I was going to say, like, where she did not need liposuction yeah. anywhere. Um, but r- rumors that it had became close, she became closer in her relationship with him because Chris and her were rocky. Um, they said that she claimed that Chris was not manly enough for her. He couldn't make decisions. She was just, I don't want to say bored of him, but it just ended up not being the man she, she thought he she would was, be. thought it would be. Now, if you talk to her family, they say that is 100% not true. Um, actually, right before she was murdered, um, they were going to finish a tour, and she was actually talking about having a baby. And her dad will go on to say, like, if you weren't happy in a marriage, you're not going to talk about having babies with a man. Like Exactly. Now, I mean, I know there are some people that, well, baby will fix everything. They don't. No. Especially... It's not like she was relying on Chris in any way. She was bringing in her own money. She was successful. She was still really young. So, like, I, yeah, I don't buy that, um, you know, she would have chose to have a baby with him if they were not in a good place in their relationship. Yolanda would go on to say that they went to a motel room one time and there was a room full of roses sent by Dr. Martinez, which... If it was true, which it does sound like that kind of might have happened, I do find that to be inappropriate to send that many roses to a married woman regardless. Yeah, it's kind of, like, mm. to me that just shows disrespect to Chris. Yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. maybe one bouquet, congratulations on your show. They were business partners, or were trying to be. Mm-hmm. Um, he wanted, so, he wanted her to go to Brazil, um, and there was a note and a passport to go. Um, Yolanda claims that it was sketchy. She was yelling at Selena, don't go. This could ruin you. Like, I don't trust it. But Selena wanted to go because they were going to try to do a makeup deal out of there. So at the time, Dr. Martinez did say that it was all business. He was married at the time to, you know, somebody else. He had his own daughters. So... It's, uh, it's kind of funny. I watched an interview with um, Yolanda and she one of her things that she was saying and I, I don't know if that's exactly tied into this but she said that um, there was a lockbox somewhere um, which had incriminating photos of Selena and um, different letters that she had written that would get her um, not in trouble like legally or anything but just like kind of diminish her public appearance I guess um and the interviewer was like well what are these and she was just she just kept saying she was like so evasive she was like oh um that'll come out one day I can't talk about that and then she even sent her lawyer basically on like this wild goose chase to find these um photos and notes they looked in several different buildings and lock boxes and these they were never found anywhere so like in my mind it's just bs yeah um you'll hear you know or you know in interviews that i've watched she'll say i can't talk about that i can't talk about that she swears as a secret 
was a big secret, and she keeps saying, when I get paroled, it'll all come out. When I get paroled, the truth will come out. But until then, I'm not, I can't talk about that. I can't talk about that. It's so infuriating BS because if she truly felt like she had something to help her case to like help her get less jail time or on parole or whatever, she would literally, she would say it. Why? What is the point of not saying it? Or like, you know, she pretends like she's protecting Selena, but, but you killed her. So yeah, they say Selena was looking for a boutique there, um, back to the Brazil thing. Um, so that's another part of why she was going to go on this trip. Now, 10 years later, there's an updated, um, interview with Dr. Martinez. Now he's saying that he did have an affair and they were madly in love and they were going to leave, um, before she got shot. So again, is it true or is it? Selena's gone. She can't deny it. This will give me my 10 minutes of fame. Right. I don't know. Right. Um, I guess the inner part of me wants to believe that she was in love with Chris and the happy ever after. Mm-hmm. And that Selena was such a good person. Like, I don't know. Just after everything I've read and seen, it just didn't seem like it was in her character. Yeah. But I guess you really don't know. Yeah. You don't know what Chris People or what they go well. through in their private four walls, you know. Right. Um, I'm not sure what's 100 percent true um her family will deny it they claim that she and chris were very happy they were so much in love when she died um now there are some people from the hotels that said that they did see selena stay there and they did see her come in with an older gentleman that was not chris um but they were also told by management and by selena you know just um respectfully ignore it be discreet um Uh, okay so hush hush about it yes um again for all we know they could have met there because yolanda was there so her and selena walk into the hotel they see them together they assume you know i don't know yeah it could have been yeah a few definitely a couple different things like you know they were doing business together maybe they just met at the hotel to do business together i know i sound like i'm just like protecting my best friend i know it's not what it looks like like, people it's not what it looks like these are the what she's saying but selena didn't do this she would never (laughs) um so but there are some things on the internet when i read the article um i can't remember the website but people were just kind of saying like um, that didn't happen. Um, the management at the time was a female, and the people that were claiming it were saying it was a male, or saying that he was the manager at mm. the time. I mean, well, that was 25 years ago. Like, right. who can remember what? I, I don't know. Um, so there was a lot of people on the page kind of like, yes, it did happen. No, it didn't happen. You know, kind of like we just said, shut up. No, yeah. it didn't. You know. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> so, and then there was topic of the suitcase again it's in the book i don't know if you've heard anything about the suitcase and your research when i was looking stuff up i didn't find anything about this i just heard about it from you okay and you kind of touched on it with me but yeah there was nothing i found online about this so definitely a juicy detail from the book for sure so there was a suitcase that was left in yolanda's room after she was arrested now 
Um, it has been said that Selena was leaving it there because she was planning on running away with Dr. Martinez. Um, another rumor said that she went to the hotel to get her diary that Yolanda had after they fired her. Um, so that could be the lockbox thing oh, that's in there. Okay. I'm not sure. Um, but because according to Yolanda, she still has it. Okay. Um, she's not saying where or whom has it, but it's somebody's got it. Um, and that Selena was scared that after firing Yolanda, she was going to reveal some stuff that was in there. So she went in, and she went in hot, dumping out the suitcase, looking for the diary, yelling at her, where is the diary? Give it to me, Yolanda. Like, I'm not playing around. And then, bam, the shooting. So, that's mm-hmm. a theory. Okay. Um, Abraham says the suitcase was of clothes Selena was bringing to Yolanda to change into after the hospital situation. Now, hear me out. Yolanda is 50 pounds heavier than Selena. And I'm not sure how tall Selena actually is. But Yolanda's only 5'2". And I gotta guess Selena, at most, she looked like she was five six five seven at the shortest yeah i could be wrong but i feel like she seemed tall i feel like she seemed taller than five two um so and the type of clothes that was in there um would have been a little inappropriate i think for yolanda to wear it was one of her bustiers and then like the like the black leather jacket okay so okay just fact check that real quick she's five five I digress. Still, that's, I mean, 5'2 is pretty short, like. But I don't see Yolanda wearing, like, like the sexy little black leather jacket and the outfit and the tight legging pants and stuff like that. And why would Selena bring those? Like, those are her stage clothes. Right, for, like, after the hospital. It does, that just doesn't make sense. Yeah, if a friend said, hey, can you get me from the hospital, X, Y, and Z happened, can you bring me some clothes? Crystal, I'm not going to lie. I'm probably going to bring you a hoodie and some sweatpants. Yeah, that's I'm what like, I would probably want. <laughs> like, just saying. You're like, right. Um, besides, it's 2022 and nobody wears jeans anymore. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, so, it's suggested by Nurse Carla Anthony that Yolanda needed to have a rape exam um, for three reasons. That she was a resident of San Antonio, the clinic where currently Corpus Christi and the assault occurred in Mexico, so that's why the exam never got done. Mm, probably, like, location uh, regulation issues. Yeah. Um, March 30th, Chris drove Selena to the motel for a meeting. Yolanda did turn over the papers, but after handing them to her dad and Selena going over them, they did come to the conclusion that there were missing papers and documents. Um, now, Yolanda had claimed that Abraham had fabricated that, that he hated her so bad and wanted her gone that he created the whole story. I mean, he's a control freak, but I don't know that he would go to that far of a allegation. Um, so afterwards, Selena again met with Yolanda in her room, 158 at the Days Inn in Corpus Christi. Uh, the motel that Selena demanded um, for the financial papers. Now it's 11.48 a.m., Yolanda Salvador got a gun from her purse and pointed it at Selena. As Selena attempted to leave, 
Yolanda shot her once in the right shoulder, severing her subclavian. Subclavian artery. Okay. I'm guessing that's kind of just like an. I think it's like a, an important artery, and it has like. Kind of pointing that y'all can't see where I'm pointing. But I, was, I was pointing. <laughs> we were both pointing on our shirts, like as if you guys can see. Um, in causing a severe loss of blood, critically wounding her, Selena ran towards the lobby, leaving a 392 foot long trail of blood. That's a lot of blood. That that's a lot. Yeah. They did say her veins were empty almost mm. the time. I mean, yeah. That gosh, that makes sense for. But Yolanda tells a different story. Of course she does. So, in Yolanda's mind, what happened was she did call Selena to the motel, but she says they talked about the secret that in 2025, if she gets paroled, we'll know the secret. We'll find out. Um, She claims that she wanted to kill herself. Um, Selena wrapped her arms around her legs and begged her not to kill herself. She eventually got up. And Selena went to close the door, and with the gun cocked um, from holding it to her head, originally Yolanda was pointing the gun at her head, and she kind of cocked it, um, that she got overexcited, and she pointed to the door to close the door, and she pointed forward like, Selena, close the door! And when she did it, she used her hand, like you know how you normally talk with your hand, Mm -hmm. and she accidentally made the gun go off, and that's how she shot Selena. Now, here's my thing. Um, I watched a 2020 interview on this, and um, she never called 911. And no emergency service came because of her. And with Yolanda still chasing after her, um, people said that they heard her, uh, Selena called her a bitch and took off running um, before collapsing in the lobby, saying that she was shot by the woman in 158. Now, the problem is Yolanda didn't call nine one one, and you're a registered nurse, right? I accidentally shoot you, which I don't know why my gun would even be out around you, but <laughs> I don't point, even have one, so it'd like, be really good. Pointed towards me, yeah. <laughs> but if I accidentally shot you, stab, whatever, accidentally hurt you in any way, and you're bleeding. I'm for sure going to call 911 and I am going to wrap you in something and sit on you to make yeah. your blood stop until they get here. Exactly. Like, like, if she wanted her, didn't want her dead, she would have done everything to try and help her call, get emergency services there as soon as possible. And the fact that Selena called her a bitch and told, like, the the clerk at the front desk or whatever, she did it, the lady in 158 did it, whatever, like, it just kind of goes to show like i don't think this is uh an accident at all yeah and even if it was an accident selena i want to know who did that she did this Uh you know so um now there have been a few different staff members that told a few different stories um one of the stories out there was that selena and her were fighting selena yelled bitch um and then another said she was running down the hall she witnessed the shooting but when she described it, it got debunked because she said she saw the bullet go through her chest. Um, but some experts had said that you can't see a bullet that fast. 
Like, you can't, like, it's not like on TV where you can follow. Where it's, like, like, slow-mo, yeah. um, And then it was her back. It wasn't even through her chest, yeah. So, I don't know. It just kind of makes me, like, a little annoyed. Like, I wish people would stop trying to jump on the bandwagon of I have information because I want to be a five-minute part of fame. Exactly. Like, if you don't know, then you don't know. Right. It just messes with other people's lives. Like, her family is hanging on to every last word I'm sure people are saying to try and figure out what happened and the fact that people are giving false information is just disrespectful. Um, Meanwhile, Yolanda attempted to leave um, in her pickup truck. Now, however, she was spotted by a responding police cruiser. Um, If you watched any videos or listened to any clips, um, this is kind of the famous little clip. she was crying that she wanted to kill herself. Uh, she didn't want to live no more. I don't deserve to live after what I've done. Look what I've done to my best friend. Now, defense lawyer Douglas Tinker asked um, Young, Larry Young, he's the officer that arrived there, whether Salvador had said numerous times before the recording equipment was brought in that she did not mean to do the shooting. And he did comply, yes, she did over and over say she surrendered after nearly nine and a half hour standoff. I didn't realize it was that long until I researched this. Um, nine and a half hours with Officer Larry Young. At times, she only wanted him. She would only talk to him. And when she couldn't see him, I don't know if it's when they were taking her away or what they were doing, but she would yell, where is Larry? Where is Larry? It had to be Larry. Yeah. Um, by the time, By that time, hundreds of fans had gathered at the scene. And many of them wept as the police took Salvador away. Yeah, that's a long freaking time. Nine and a half hours. I know. The training those cops have to go through to be patient. Yeah. Like, talking her off a ledge to not shoot herself and, like, to also surrender and come with them. Like, for that long. After an hour of negotiations with my daughter, I'm like, will you just? Yeah. Like, I can't imagine nine hours with somebody that's not mine. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) Um, they claimed that after interrogation, she had five hours to say that it was an accident, but she never said one word about it. She was very cold. She was unremorseful. Um, a lot of correctional employees said that she had yet to show any remorse whatsoever. Um, now she did become close to a correctional officer or in the prison, um, one that she felt she could talk to, and they kind of built a little bit of a relationship. The lady, I guess, over time, um, believed Yolanda, mm-hmm. and um, but then they ended up moving her to a different location. Um, but they did say that that was some of the only times that they seen Yolanda. I wouldn't even say show remorse, but just. Like a relationship with somebody. Okay. That one person. Uh, Selena was dead on arrival at Corpus Christi Memorial Hospital. The attending emergency room physician decided to attempt to revive her. Cardiologist Lewis Elkins continued to do the treatment and perform the surgery based on the emergency room physician's decision. Um, Doctors were able to establish that an erratic heartbeat long enough to transfer her 
to the trauma room after 50 minutes of surgery. She was pronounced dead from a blood loss and cardiac arrest at 1.05 p.m. An autopsy was performed on the same day due to overwhelming media. Um, it was revealed that the bullet had entered Selena's upper right back near her shoulder blade, passing through her chest cavity. Um, it severed the right subclavian artery and exited through her right upper chest. Now, rumors are flying that her veins were so empty the time she got to the hospital that she would have needed a blood transfusion. And it was also said that her dad would not would not have let her have the transfusion um, for, I don't know if it was religious reasons or why, but after asking her about it in an interview, he said that she died before he could even make that phone call. Okay, so two problems with this. One, um, religious or not, take your chance and save your freaking daughter's life and give her the transfusion. Exactly. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, two, wait, what? Like, um, hi. So, Chris, do you remember him? They got married. That is her husband. I believe that he should have been the one making the calls not her dad like i think legally he was suppo- he's supposed to be the one that they call and he's supposed to be the one that makes a decision like that like i think once you legally get married to someone they're the first they're the first call the main decision makers like i don't know maybe chris is very passive and abraham's very aggressive abraham's like give me the phone so i who knows yeah so on April 1st, Bayfront Plaza in Corpus Christi held a vigil um, for 3,000 fans. During the event, it was announced that the public viewing for the casket would be held at Bayfront Auditorium the following day. Fans lined up for over a mile long, and an hour before the doors opened, rumors that the casket was empty began circulating, which prompted the family to have to have an open casket casket viewing which i find terrible yeah like if it's closed casket there might be religious reasons there could be it's none of your business yeah like, it should pay be your the family's decision we need proof of the dead body no like it's rude yeah like, it's ridiculous it's disturbing that you have to see her like that like mm-hmm. her poor family like i can't even imagine how it was like for them during that time like not only did they lose a daughter and a sister but to also just be so like swarmed and like and to feel like you have to prove yourself to the fans Mm -hmm. like so so unnecessary so about 30 to forty thousand fans passed by selena's casket more than seventy-five thousand signed a book of condolence um flowers for the casket were imported from the neverlands and the request for Selena's family video and flash photography was banned. Um, I think within hours it had said that she had over 8,000 white roses thrown on her casket. Yeah. Um, because that was her favorite flower. Um, her funeral was moved last minute from Corpus Christi Convention Center due to too many visitors. Um, which is just crazy to me, like... Okay, now we can't even have it at a funeral home. Now we have to move it to yeah, a convention center. I just feel horrible. Um, so on April 3rd of 95, 600 guests, mostly family members, attended Selena's burial at the Seaside Memorial Park in Corpus Christi. 
um, which was broadcast live via Corpus Christi in San Antonio radio station without the consent of her family and held, they had a special mass held the same day at the Los Angeles Sports Arena that drew a crowd of 4,000 people. I just, that's horrible and disrespectful that all those media platforms and radio stations showed up without having consent of her family when they're trying to mourn her and lay her to rest peacefully, like, by themselves. I feel the same, too, about her fans. Like, you don't know her. Yes, you loved her music and you loved her inspiration, but... You weren't a mom, dad, sister, brother, cousin, uncle, niece. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just going to show up at some stranger's... Right. And, like, put yourself in their position. How would you feel, you know, as a fan, if you were in their family and you're mourning someone you were so incredibly close to in real life and then just thousands of people were, like, piling in and, like, causing such a disruption? The motel eventually had to change all the numbers so that people didn't know which room it was. Um, they cleaned up the mess, but it was said you could still see the bleach from where it happened, which I think I said that earlier. But That's so just, yeah. Clean it up, people. Like, get some carpet. Get some carpet. Get some paint. Like, Side note, um, because I read this and I was infuriated. Um, a few days after Selena's murder, um, Howard Stern mocked Selena's mur- murder and burial, um, pokes fun at the mourners, and criticized her music. You know, I don't even like Stern anyway. No, he's an asshole. Um, but Stern said that this music does absolutely nothing for me. Alvin and the Chipmunks have more soul. Spanish people have the worst taste in music. They have no depth. Stern's comments outraged and infuriated the Hispanic community in Texas. Stern played Selena's songs with gunshots in the background on his show. After a disorderly conduct arrest, a warrant was issued in his name. Stern made an on-air statement in Spanish saying his comments were not made to cause more anguish to her family and friends and those who loved her. Stern was not formally charged. The League of the United Latin American citizens boycotted Stern's show, finding his apology unacceptable. Texas retailers removed any products that were related to Stern. I'm sorry, how do you not think that's going to cause any issues or anguish? You're playing songs with gunshots in the background? Not funny. It's totally sick, and he should have, he really should have lost more than just a few product things with, with just in Texas. Like, the fact that people kind of just brushed it off and he's still like thriving today with his own show like i've seen him in you know multiple multiple scenarios with different celebrities where he's been very rude to them or asked them like just horrible questions about their lives bringing things up from their past this is like obviously the sickest thing i've ever heard him do um i i don't know it just makes me so mad because like how how do you even do this after a person was murdered like yeah, making I've, fun of it i've never been a fan no on october 26th of 95 even though yolanda claimed that it was an accident she was sentenced to life in prison with the possibility of parole um within 30 years now due to the death threats from selena's fan yolanda is placed in a 23-hour isolation and will be up for parole in 2025 so, I mean, that's got to, I mean, good that she's 
in prison, but to leave her isolated, like, that sucks, but at the same time, it's like, she's in prison, but she's peaceful. She's by herself. No one's bothering her. Right, yeah. I mean, I guess over time, you can kind of go a little cuckoo, because you're not trusting anybody. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't know. Let her take her chances of letting her get her ass kicked a little bit. I know. Like, <laughs> I'm not mad at that. Like, so, life with possibility of parole is the maximum prison term allowed in Texas that could be imposed at the time of 2002. Under the judge's order, the gun used to kill Selena was destroyed, and pieces of it was thrown into the Corpus Christi Bay. Fans and historians disapproved of the decision to destroy the gun, saying the event was historical and the gun should have been in a museum. I kind of disagree with that. Say, like, that the gun should have been in a, a museum. I mean, I get it, but, like, I just feel like that's kind of disrespectful, like, to have, like, her m- murder weapon, like, displayed for people to be like, oh, this is what killed Selena. I don't know. To me, it's just kind of, like, unnecessary. I don't think I mean, I could be. see it, but have you ever been to Henry Ford Museum? Yeah, it's been a while. You know they got Lincoln's chair there? With oh my gosh. Oh, I kind of forgot about that. But see, I don't know. I get it, but it's also kind of, like, fucked up. You it know? is. You know, I... I get the curiosity about it. Like, I try... I mean, listen, we do freaking these murder... These true crime podcasts. As morbid as it gets. Right. <laughs> so, like, I totally get the fascination around it. But, like, at the same time, I'm like, oh, that's kind of, like... I don't know, it's kind of like weird, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I also think, too, we took the time to find out who Selena was. and Right. I feel like when it comes to stories like this, especially like we watch the movie and then we listen to the music, um, we'll get into uh, afterwards the pencil sharpener and remind me before we yes. get Um But I feel like... When we do stories like this, you kind of get, you feel like you know the person. Mm -hmm. Like, I know I didn't know Selena, but, like, I feel like I've, she's been on my brain so much because we've been researching this for a couple weeks, and I feel like you feel close to her. I don't know, so I feel like, in a way, we're kind of, like, protective of her. Right, yeah. Even though we do not know her. Right. It's just, like, that sense of, like... But I see where you're coming from. It's just a little bit of respect. Like, yeah. Maybe it'd be better off if the gun was just not seen. Right. Like, yeah, I guess it could go either way. So, um, I'm going to talk a little bit about um, Abraham's side here now. So, um, so after a while, um, after Selena's death, Abraham, he didn't give many interviews. He was angry. Um, now, Maria, the, she was a journalist, um, in Texas, um, who ended up writing the book. So, she would definitely put her time and efforts into trying to get, you know, exclusives from Abraham, Suzette, A.B., Yolanda, like, anybody that would talk to her, you know, she wanted to find the facts. Um, but Abraham was not one that was ready to talk. Um, but after hearing how she did the book and read the book, um, that she did Selena some justice, he liked the fact that she didn't really take sides in the book. Like, and by taking sides, like, she kept it very, like, factual and neutral. Yes. 
like, I'm not saying this, but I'm not saying this, like, um, she kept Selena alive and she kept true to Selena, but she also didn't say, yeah, well, Yolanda, you're guilty as hell, but she didn't say, yeah, no, I don't believe it. She kept it very, to what was in front of her, like, very, just spoke on the evidence that she had in front of her. Like, right, yeah, know. like, she didn't put her own personal opinions in yeah, it. Yeah, she kind of left her emotions out of it. Like, yeah, that's probably it's like just kind of like it is what do. it is type. Right, book. to have people form their own opinions. Um, so March 9th, Selena fires Yolanda. On March 10th, Chris and Selena remove her name from any legal documents, giving her any kind of authorization to do anything with the businesses. Uh, March 11th, she applied for the gun when she realized, like, dude, uh, you're fired. It's <laughs> yeah. over. Like, <laughs> bye, Felicia. Um, so, March 13th, she got the gun. She put her letter in to resign, which I don't know why she would resign if she got fired. Me and Kay were talking about that. That was kind of a head-scratcher for us. Right. You know what I was thinking? It's kind of just like, I just thought of this now as you were saying that. You had said earlier, Abraham said that she did it for an alibi. Maybe she didn't want it to seem like she was angry for getting fired and so she killed Selena. So maybe she filed this letter of re resignation to be like, oh no, I quit. Like, I didn't have any hostility. Like, and I maybe, because she did it with her lawyer. She didn't do it with Abraham. Okay, yeah. Or she had her lawyer in order. I don't know, something with her lawyer. She okay. Her lawyer. Um, so then, after all that, she checked into the Stand and Sea Resort Hotel. Um, now, that backfired because Selena was not even in Corpus Christi. Uh, she was actually in Miami at the time. She asked Selena to meet her the next day at K-Bob parking lot, which is 25 miles out of Corpus Christi. Um, and she didn't end up killing her there because Selena told her she could continue running the business in Mexico. Um, I think it was just kind of like um, they were holding on, Selena was holding on to her a little bit until they could replace her. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want her doing this, but if I fire her, then everything's going to come to a slamming stop. And I need production to keep going until I can replace her type yeah, deal. Yeah, like, and that would make total sense. Um, so Selena promised Yolanda that she wouldn't have to deal with Abraham anymore. So Yolanda returned the gun and also returned to San Antonio. Yolanda was then in Monterey for a business, and Selena went to Tennessee to record a new album. That's when several bank documents went missing. Selena called Yolanda. Yolanda panicked. Um, Selena was kind of like, where's the paperwork? You know, where are these documents? Like, what the hell's going on, Yolanda? Yolanda, um, on March 26, she leaves, and then she goes back and buys the gun again. Man, very wishy-washy with her decisions. Yeah, for someone that just wanted to kill Yolanda. Yeah. Um, so, after being all panicked, like, oh my god, Selena's pissed, she is going to fire me, blah, 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 she goes by the gun. Selena returned to Tennessee um, and meets Yolanda at the hotel that she asked her to meet her at. Um, however, couldn't kill her then because 
band were everywhere. There's too many witnesses. Couldn't kill her either. Um, it's too so, many, like, too much of a risk, probably. Yes. And these are all attempts that Abraham said. Um, he claimed that it took her five tries. These are all in Abraham's interview that these were all at different times. He believed these were different attempts that... For her. Like her plotting to murder yes. Selena. And this also, all these different days at the hotel, this would probably be the fact check that they did that Yolanda was staying at those hotels. Okay. Mm-hmm. I believe that's the fact check that they found. Right. So not that Selena put her up in a room somewhere, you know, pampering her. But that Yolanda was like actually in these I mean, hotels. she had to stay at hotels because she didn't live in Corpus Christi because she was fired. Right. You know, so... These are some of the pieces that I feel are coming together. Mm-hmm. Um, so the third attempt was planned the last week of March on a trip to Monterey. Ricardo Martinez received a phone call from Yolanda screaming that she had been raped. Now we already went over the whole rape scenario. So that would have been that night. Um, on March 30th, they returned to Corpus and they called Selena about the rape. They check into the day. Um, they, she asked Selena to come alone, which sounds kind of sketchy. Yeah. Um, but Chris came and accompanied her because, yeah, no, it's late at night and you're not going out by yourself. I'm your husband. I love you. I'm going with you. Yeah. Later that night, after Selena left, Yolanda says she was bleeding because of the rape. On March 31st, that's when the murder happened. Now, the interviewer, Maria asked, him why he thinks Yolanda would do this Selena to Selena his answer was that what's the one thing Yolanda could do to me to hurt me the most and that was to kill his daughter he truly believes that if she would not have been arrested that night he would have came after the whole family Mm. now I don't know yeah I believe maybe she would have came after Abraham I don't see her going on a rampage to Suzette and A.D. I don't. I don't either. Killing the entire family. Yeah, I because don't. Because those were just minor players. I mean, okay, I don't want to say they they were a huge deal to the success and they were the band. Right. But they were not part of the drama. It was Selena and A.B. were her biggest. The obsession was with Selena. A.B. was the one standing in the way. So I feel like oh, those Abraham, are Abraham, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, Abraham. Abraham was the one... That was standing in the way of her being with Selena. Right. So I feel like she killed Selena, whether it was on purpose or not. If it was, okay, she killed Selena. If it wasn't, you know, either way, Abraham could have been her bigger target, but... Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, he was the one she was having issues with, not Selena. And, yeah, her other family members had nothing to do with any of it so now here are some um theories of why yolanda why are you a crazy cold-headed bitch let's figure this out (laughs) yeah it was said that um part of some reasons why yolanda shot selena was that selena was leaving and she was taking her career with her which that left yolanda with no income so if Selena leaves and, you know, takes everything with her, that's not going to make Yolanda happy. So she was scared. 
for that. So that was kind of part of a reason. She was pissed. Like, now what am I going to do? Um, another thing was that she was just obsessed with Selena. Selena was her world. Um, if Selena left, she had nothing. She could not. There was just, in her mind, there was no world without Selena. Scary. They had asked her at times if she was love, in love with Selena. She did say no, that she believes man and woman should be together, that she was not a lesbian. Um, so Yolanda still claims that it was an accident, that she loved Selena. And you should take it back. Her answer was, when I asked her that, if you could take it back, would you? And she said that she wishes that she would never have killed Selena, but that she wishes Selena would have killed her. Yeah, your face kind of shows everybody's yeah, thought. Like, like, why not just say, I wish nobody would have died? Right. It was an accident, and I wish it didn't happen. And then Selena would be behind bars. So either way, she wanted harm for Selena. So that was kind of um, a weird thing. The reporter that I saw in the interview, um, when they asked that, they were kind of like, so wait, what? what? Yeah, like, like why? Why not just wish that nobody died? Right. If it was a true accident to say, I wish that gun never went off and Selena was here with me today. Exactly. Um, or even if they she was still fired, at least Selena would still be alive. Right. Yeah, that angry that if you wish her dead if she can't be with you. Yeah, I... She was obsessed um so she claims that she has a secret we've kind of talked about this um but she will not reveal it until after 25 years and she is paroled all right we'll see i guess we will do a updated episode in 2025 and reveal the secret um Yolanda goes on to say that she dreams of Selena. Selena comes to her and tells her to speak your truth. Tell the truth, Mama. Now, I say that because um, in some of the interviews and some of the stuff I read, Yolanda claims that Selena called her Mama and Yolanda called her daughter. Oh, okay. Um, And that she has mystical visions of her. And um, in her dreams, Selena's saying, Mama, tell the truth. You know, tell my story, the real story. Um, Now, Abraham kind of debunks that and says that she's never heard Selena refer to her as mama. Selena and her mom had a close relationship. Yeah, so why would she? So why would she say that? Right. Um, Nobody has been able to confirm that except Yolanda. Yolanda sounds like she's having a psychotic break. (laughs) Like... So, some other fun facts that I read. Fans claim that it was a lesbian affair. Oh, my God. Can you ma- Ew. Can you imagine? Beautiful Selena is no, hooking no, no, up no, no, with no. this little old lady. Like I could maybe, I mean, I really don't even think so, but like I could maybe slightly think that Yolanda was into Selena like that, but I in no way, shape, or form believe that Selena had any... No tendencies towards Yolanda. I mean, come on. Really, people. She's old enough to be her mom. Yeah. Gross. (laughs) No. Just, no. Stop. Stop, stop, stop. Like... Oh, the theories. Yeah. Um, this is, um, a fact. 
spotlight. Kind of a disturbing, sad one. I'm going to throw this in here. So there was an aspiring actress, Gloria De La Cruz. She was a young woman from California. Um, some of the media indicates that she was 18 years old. She was known locally as Selena's double. So this young woman, um, she used the stage name Lakeisha Miller. She auditioned for the role. And although her resemblance to the singer was evident and attracted everyone's attention, she was not considered to advance to the selection process. So I don't think she was necessarily... Um, I don't know if maybe her acting wasn't... I think she was just missing a little something. Like, mm -hmm. she wasn't going to get the role. Um, I mean, if you're going up against J-Lo... I know. I mean, she didn't have what J-Lo had, I kinda guess. kind of hard. <laughs> right. Um, however, uh, the name Gloria De La Cruz would become famous later due to her brutal murder. Weird. Uh, Selena, the day of the Queen Tex-Mex, was killed by a car. So... Some months after her audition, Gloria De La Cruz's body was found inside a garbage container in the Los Angeles. Um, the press reports indicate that the young woman had been strangled and murdered and then set on fire. Um, on April 21st, 1996, the girl who lived in the community of El Rio, uh, near the city of Onyx, Onard, Oxnard, Oxnard. <laughs> Um, she was seen at a party with some friends, and the next day, her charred body was found in the district of Wilshire. Now, the murder, which shocked the Latino community in Los Angeles, was committed by Corey Robinson, who would have been the victim's partner. According to the newspaper Los Angeles Times, Robinson sexually abused Gloria in her grandmother's garage. He suffocated her and then placed her body in the trunk of a car and drove her to Wilshire, Los Angeles. The assailant placed the young woman's body in a garbage container, doused it with gasoline, set it on fire. The remains were so damaged it took authorities 17 days to identify her. Robinson, who had a history of gender-based violence, was arrested in 1997, and although he denied accusations, Authorities found his DNA and traces of his semen of blood on the victim's body. And blood on the victim's body. In 1999, Corey Robinson was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Wow, that's super weird. Like, just, I don't know how she was murdered also while trying to audition for the Selena role. And apparently she looked just like Selena. And, I don't know, weird parallel. Yeah, like... And horrible murder, my gosh. Now, Selena's family tried to get Yolanda um, for fraud, but because there was no proof, um, the checks cannot hold up in court. Now, however, there are some rumors, rumors saying that Selena's signature was on them. Whether it was forged or not, that's to be determined. Um, obviously, she's not here to speak her side, so therefore Yolanda only got the money. Now, Abraham says that he's got proof of the checks. I'm not sure why they didn't hold up in court. Mm. Um, I don't know if it has Yolanda's name on it or Selena's name on it. Um, but there was something that was preventing him. So they could not get um, her fulfilled. Okay. Um, just a little fun fact. The MASH theme song was playing in the truck 
I believe, while Sano, I'm sorry, while Yolanda was on her... Oh, like the nine and a half hour... Yeah. What Random, huh? Interesting. Yeah, and I just printed out the lyrics to this one little verse, and it said, yeah. everybody's been cutting you out, but where are they now? Sitting in the plane, same old place, just faces the crowd. We all make mistakes. You might fall on your face, but you gotta get back up. Ooh, weird. Is, yeah. Um, I Weirdly mean, metaphorical. I honestly remember words being to the match. <laughs> right. My dad was a huge fan. I just thought it was just music. Okay, so last but not least of my information for y'all. Um, Dr. Martinez. Mm. So let's get into him. So, Ricardo Martinez was a Brazilian plastic surgeon who met Selena during one of her concerts in Monterey. Um, by then, he was married and he had three daughters with whom he went to see the artist in the VIP area. They took the opportunity to ask for an autograph. After an exchange of words, they soon she soon became his patient and immediately um, love would arise. So much that they would have thought of running away. Now, as soon as Salvador made the romance known, after the death of the artist, the doctor denied everything for a long time. But 17 years later, in 2012, he confessed that he had a relationship with her. Um, he was encouraged to tell the truth because he did not tolerate being accused of blackmailing his beloved with an intimate video. Hmm. Everybody have taste? Gosh, I guess so. Um... So, there was a journalist, Karen Santa Maria. Um, she interviewed the surgeon and pointed out that Martinez was the singer's true love. Selena was not happy until she met the Brazilian. Uh, she says she had always been exploited by her family, even after her death, which I'm assuming Selena didn't stay that long. All right. <laughs> the relationship with her husband took place in the middle of a kind of controlled world she had and although she liked to sing her dream was to be a fashion designer she also denied that the artist was pregnant she was using birth control um, apparently she's been wearing the patch and she said that the flight to Brazil that that was truly a business trip um, so that's all confirmed on the daily news or the new daily um, having revealed the romance with Selena in 2012 during the interview, the surgeon continued with his profession in addition to dedicating himself to investments as he did with the singer with whom he made contracts with a Mexican makeup artist who would work on his brand's clothing. To date, it is unknown exactly where he is. Probably Brazil. Yeah. Cashing in on her name. Right. Selena secretly married Chris Perez in 1992, three years before she was assassinated by Yolanda. The, um, but Selena said she always wanted to be able to perform um, her marriage ceremony with her family and her friends. Um, she wanted to kind of redo it so they could attend. And this is how she planned to celebrate the event. Um, she was married for five years and wanted, yeah, wanted to renew her vows with her husband. So... I don't know. Now, there's been the story of 
the affair, the roses in the hotel room. He denied it for 17 years, and then he said, yes, we did. Is he just trying to cash in on her name? Right. It's just very wishy-washy and confusing. Yeah, the family is still staying like they were going to renew vows. They wanted a baby. They were so much in love. Mm -hmm. And I got to say, like, usually a family knows a little bit of something. Like, if you're not happy. Especially her sister and her mom. She seems so close. You know, I can walk in my mom's house, and if I'm off on something, she kind of knows. She'll just be like, you know, hey, is everything okay? Like, Mm -hmm. what's going on? And it's usually just because I'm very tired. Right, right. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, it's a mom's instinct to know if your daughter's not happy. And I feel like her mom would have sensed that there was rockiness between her and Chris. Yeah. Especially he was the guitarist, like, with her family and her band, like, they were together a lot of the time, so you'd think that they would also be able to sense it with them being together, you know? Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of uh, the gossips, the truths, the deets, the rumors. Um, take a lot of it with a grain of salt because you I don't know 100%. Nobody knows what kind of died at the scene. Like. It's like a lot of he said, she said situation he yeah she said said. honestly like with no exclusive proof on either side so it's kind of like you have to form your own opinion on who you think is telling the truth about what and then lastly i just want to say um i was doing this story and um while i was researching it i did have to marco polo k because i have a electric pencil sharpener on my desk (laughs) And it randomly started spinning, like like when you put your pencil in it. Um, and then I'm like, wait, what was that? And I'm like, just kind of looking at it. And then I started typing more and reading other things about Selena. And then again, it went off again. I'm like, okay. So I don't know. Sending if, you a signal. I don't know if I invoked your spirit, but if you are here, Selena, or you were watching over, I really hope you felt like we did you justice and proud and told your story. Yes. Um, we have nothing but love and respect for you, and we have your back. Mm-hmm. But that is crazy. I'm kind of like, I was waiting as you were talking for it to, like, start. I'm staring at it right now. I'm like, mm, I want it to go off right this second. <laughs> you can take it home with you and drive home in your car. That's all right. I'll leave it here. Lo gets all the signs, you guys. She gets lit. Like, when we're doing, like, cases, she'll, like get flickering lights she'll get vacuums turned on randomly oh my god how many times did the name or picture of something with judy garland pop up yeah so much for you so much um you told me a thing about feathers mm-hmm. um, that you've seen and then all of a sudden how many pictures texts i've gotten so many feathers mm-hmm. since then i'm like oh my she god she gets all the signs <laughs> so something but i know we kept you on here a little probably our longest episode ever I did not mean to keep you that long. Yeah, um, but you were given the juicy details. So there's just a lot to show and tell. And like I said, when I picked this one, I thought this was going to be like an in and out slam dunk mm-hmm. case um, until I read the book because I really wanted to know stuff. And um, the stuff there was. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of and, stuff. And it turned out yeah, like Alanda, Yolanda was just baddier and crazier than we thought. Mm-hmm. And. There's just so much more than just, like I said, like the hour and a half movie or two hour movie. But 
Um, yeah, I just, I hope peace for Selena's family and I do recommend the book. I will post it on our social media so you guys can see it. Um, it's definitely worth the read if you want more details. There is so much that I didn't put in here just because, well, we already broke it up into two. It's right. an, almost an hour and a half I've been talking now. So we would have been here for like six weeks if I would have told everything. <laughs> it would have been a month-long special. <laughs> so, All right, guys. Thanks for sticking it through again. Um, we love all our listeners. Thank you for uh, being consistent and listening to us. Keep telling us stories. Tell us what you want to hear. Tell us ideas. Tell us your thoughts. Tell us you love us. Tell us why we suck. Just tell us. Yeah, tell us anything. Tell us about your day, whatever. <laughs> we just want to hear from you. <laughs> so, all right, well, we definitely gots to go. <laughs> Stay creepy, y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.